Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I am Jillian Landis, and I'm Marie Wallace, and we are your hosts today. Hello everyone and welcome to Braveheart Conversations. This is Jillian Landis and I'm here today with Marie Wallace. Hello. <laughs> and we are going to be talking today about trust. Um, trust in relationships, trust as in self-trust, and trusting the universe. Mm -hmm. um, trust just keeps coming up for me and is a really yummy topic. I, yeah, I was just going to say juicy, so mm -hmm. we're on the same <laughs> metaphor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's something that we can just take for granted and don't end up talking about it a whole lot, but I find it to be very foundational when we're talking about relationships. Often in coaching, you know, people will have issues with connecting or intimacy, mm -hmm. And it almost always goes back to a foundational trust issue where trust has been broken and then there's not really that ability to have vulnerability and connection. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and then for me, lately I, I have certainly just felt like this kind of inner conflict of, you know, when do I trust myself or, or am I in, in fear of whatever choices I'm going to make next? Mm -hmm whether that be a relationship or even boundary setting has been big for me, like trusting myself to set boundaries that are appropriate and honorable for me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, let's start off with, um, let's start off with trust in the context of a relationship. And Marie, you probably have a lot to share in that arena. Um, how do you feel with you and Joe? How do you feel trust has been instrumental in building your relationship? Well, um, I think that for us, the trust has been that they're going back to our previous podcast on secrets. The trust of, that there aren't secrets allows me to feel freedom in the relationship and be able to, um, deepen and and go further in the relationship because I do feel that there are no um, surprises coming up and I feel because we have built that relationship along the lines that the trust allows me the freedom to make choices mm -hmm. that are um, more from intuition because I know he trusts me too and if I if there is a well, that's an interesting thing. I know that if I have a doubt, that I can talk to him yeah, about it. Safe. And I, it's safe to talk to him about it. And that we can either agree to disagree on whatever this topic is, or we can agree on how to follow through with whatever that is. And it could be about my personal passions or our group or our partnership activities. Group sounded weird for a second there. <laughs> or our partnership activities mm -hmm. that that ever whatever we want to pursue, we can navigate in that relationship, and it helps in communication mm -hmm. a lot if I can trust 
what's being said. When he says that it's this way and he feels this way, I can feel that trust and know, okay, that I'm making a decision out of knowing what he wants and needs and what I want and need. And he's forthcoming he's on... He's being honest. He's being honest. Yeah, yeah. I think that you've touched on a couple of really key things because it's really important to pay attention if you have, you know, something that you really want to discuss and you're scared to talk to your partner about it because they have responded negatively, like that's something to kind of pay attention to what the pattern is. Is it safe to really share my feelings? Is that going to be accepted? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to be manipulated to, you know, try to make me feel something else? Or change your answer? (laughs) Change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's super key to feel safe enough to share honestly when I can share honestly, even if you're going to be disappointed in me, Yeah. you know, even if you're not going to like what I have to say, but you're going to accept it and you're going to be, you know, okay, that's, you know, I still love you the way that you are. Right. I don't maybe like this answer, but I accept that this is who you are and how you and feel. And this is the path you're on. Mm-hmm. You know, there's incredible safety in that. Um, and to have a relationship with that kind of bandwidth is really key. Um, one thing I find is that a lot of couples will come to me and they'll say, oh, yeah, we're fine with, you know, I, I trust her mm-hmm. uh, with other guys or, you know, I, I know she's not going to cheat on me. And that's like everybody's perception of trust, yeah. <laughs> right? They're going to be loyal to me, which is part of it, sure. Um, I will generally point back to Brene Brown's Anatomy of Trust. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Um, so her anatomy of trust is an acronym braving, right? And, um, so the B stands for boundaries, which is, I know what I want and you know what you want. And we both are respecting that mm-hmm. boundaries. Um, and then R is reliability. So I do what I say I'm going to do. This is so key. Cause I find this so often erodes relationships. Well, even, you know, boundaries. Sure. People don't often speak what they want and need. They're waiting for their partner just to know. Yeah. And then reliability. You know, how often do we make commitments or even just infer that we're going to do something and we don't follow through. Mm-hmm. And this erodes a lot of trust in a relationship. This also happens when someone says yes to something that they really mean no to. Mm-hmm. You know, they're afraid of disappointing their partner, so they say yes. But then what ultimately ends up happening is deep down, if our intuition, if our soul doesn't want to do something, yes, we don't do it. Yep. So we procrastinate or we don't follow through in our word. It really, really damages trust. So being able to be honest with your yeses and nos is like super important. It's that reliability piece. Um, do I follow through on what I say I'm going to do? Um, a is accountability, right? Which is when I make a mistake, I own it and I make amends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, V is vault is confidentiality. You know, whatever is shared in this relationship, I don't share all this ick that happens with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I might have one or two friends that are, um, coaches or someone that I can share neutrally that can help me work on me. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that in previous Mm -hmm. conversations too. It's just so important to have those people that are neutral in our lives that, that can give us a, a perception 
without having an emotion involved in it. And right. And it allows us to see things from another perspective. And I will, like, make the differentiation, too, in this whole vault area. Like, confidentiality is very different than secrecy. Mm-hmm. So we talked about keeping secrets before. And there is certainly information that you need to be able to share and get help for. Sure. You know, if there are things happening in your in your world that you're feeling unsafe or abused or there's something happening, you get to share that. Um, confidentiality is different. You know, mm -hmm. this is, everybody has their shadow side. It's so vulnerable for me to share my shadow side with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. To open myself up. Mm -hmm. And it's very, um, it feels like a betrayal if then that, that really special part of me that I showed someone is then shared with someone else. So that confidentiality is really important. Um, and we talked about that in a previous one where it's an imperative that we have someone that holds our relationship in a sacred place. Yes. So that, not that, like you said, getting help for the things that we need or being able to vent when we need without, like you said, divulging or we can say the things that we need to say and right. get the help we need without tearing someone down. Right, like, and yeah. for me, this is important where I have a couple of people, less than, than one hand, um, a couple of people that I know, no matter who the person is, no matter what the scenario is, I can go to them and they are not going to shit talk that person. Mm -hmm. They are not gonna tell me all the ways that they're an asshole and they should change. <laughs> that's not yeah. what the conversation is gonna right. be. They are going to be solution focused with me on how I can change mm -hmm. and how I can respond to the situation differently. Mm -hmm. That's so key. The best, best, best mentors and coaches that I've had in my life, they hold such a neutral space mm -hmm. that even in the midst of really pretty extreme behavior that I was facing, they still held a space of love for that person. It's sacred. It it's is. It's so special. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that I turn to always for support. Um, that, that's not for everyone. That's, that's an earned role. Mm -hmm. That is not um, appropriate for everyone to have. Um, also involved, um, it's important that not only am I not sharing our relationship and you know some of the more sensitive areas that I maybe don't have permission for, but also, am I gossiping about other people? Mm -hmm. This also erodes trust. So if I have a pattern of bringing home everything, you know, all, all my complaints about other people, and I'm sharing this in this relationship, this is also eroding trust because we intuitively know if you're talking shit about somebody <laughs> else, you are likely going to be talking about yep. me. It's mm -hmm. a pattern in you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um... So that's something that we get to be aware of as well in that whole V vault area is that um, I don't share things about our relationship and I don't share other people's shit in our relationship. Um, the next one is I, which is integrity. And this means that I choose what's right over what's fun, fast, or easy. Mm -hmm. This is also key because if we're watching our partner make decisions that are shady, Right? Maybe it's tax evasion. Maybe it's um, maybe it's um, billing hours that weren't actually sure. done, or 
you know, screwing a client over or something, you know, these sorts of things, um, if we're watching them, definitely erodes trust. Because if I watch you, um, cut corners, cut corners <laughs> and be unethical with other people, there's absolutely no reason for me to think that you're going to treat me any differently. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a sign at YMCA that talks about that cutting corners because mm -hmm. if you're willing to cut corners in those you're going to cut corners like you said what's fast or easy or it's a character know, trait it's a character at that, trait at that point yeah if you're watching these behavioral patterns yeah it's it's character this is your character that's showing and it's not just in one area that you're doing this mm -hmm. you're going to be doing this in every area because it's become part of your shadow and who you are um Next one is N, which is non-judgment, which just stands for being able to ask for help without judgment. Mm -hmm. So each partner is open and, and allowing of someone needing help and asking for help. Very key that you're yeah. not feeling criticized for needing help. Um, well, that shuts people down right away. There, There's, yeah, there's no room for grow or moving or, yeah, judgment just shuts the door before mm -hmm. anything positive can even come from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is very key as well. Um, G, which is generous assumptions that I believe the best of you. I assume the best. Mm -hmm. Um, and this hangs people up all the time as well. You know, Oh, who are you getting a call from? Right. <laughs> can I see your phone? Yeah. I mean, and this feels icky on right. both sides, right? Because right. then if you're the person with the phone and you're like, you know, I, but I've been so trustworthy. Like, how come you're accusing me? Um, it can feel super icky to be on the defensive. Mm -hmm. um, so to have that level of trust with a partner that you're always assuming, um, oh, you know, they're not here right now. It's probably because they're late. They're stuck in traffic. Mm -hmm. Not... Oh man, you know, they just don't care about me. You know, this is the stuff we do all the time. Well, in NLP, um, they it, one of the best practices, and that's what NLP does, is the best practices to assume best intentions, mm -hmm. which is the same as the general assumptions. And and that makes my world a lot happier. It does. It, it's, it's because then I'm seeing the best in people, and until that trust is broken, or which will sometimes but if I assume best intentions of people then I'm not dwelling in something that's gonna like like you said be icky in my world yeah just, yeah can you imagine just living in that moan every day of and thinking that there's a secret or that there's these mm -hmm. things going on and it's just just an icky way to live it is it is um, and it's an icky feeling not to feel trusted. Right. Really icky feeling, especially, you know, if you do have really high levels of integrity and you mm -hmm. know, you know, that you've been... And someone's so, questioning yeah, you. Yeah, it's an icky, icky feeling. Um, it's nice to feel trusted. Mm -hmm. um, so those are all the elements of trust and, and that is delicate, right? And it... Um, 
it takes some effort to keep that clean and mm -hmm. to rebuild trust, mm -hmm. um, you know, when it's broken, because it will be broken. You know, mm -hmm. we aren't perfect, so we're we are going to, you know, <laughs> commit to something and then not do it. Right. Or we are going to sometimes be suspicious of our partner instead of, you know, having sometimes generous Sometimes break a boundary we didn't mean to. Yeah, or not speak up about a boundary. Yeah, we do those things, but I very much encourage... Um, any of my coaching clients to do regular check-ins. Um, I think it's very important as a couple. It's funny because we would never run a business without having business meetings. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's how you build that. People think that it just automatically happens, mm -hmm. but it's built over time that trust and that relationship because a lot of people go oh it's so easy for you and Joe well it is a lot easier we've had 24 years of practice yeah 24 years of these business meetings we call them coffee chats uh -huh. but but we take intentional time yeah every week every week we meet to get we met this morning for coffee to kind of check back in and so it is very intentional what we're doing it's not something that just happens overnight and right um, it's built through through trust and and time and intentional time. I think intentional time is a very important word there, and I love knowing all those elements are they're built and they're in place. Mm -hmm. And so when an issue comes up, you can go. You know, this is the area mm -hmm. that I'm th I'm feeling not either not comfortable or maybe a little insecure because insecurity comes up too Definitely. when you like um in our relationship a lot of times our either our work or our situations keep us busy mm -hmm. and not having that check-in time mm -hmm. you're going hmm you make up stories yeah. about what's going on and you all of a sudden you're going wait a minute yeah like this is what i'm telling myself but i know it's not true could you kind of enlighten me and this, I'm feeling insecure about this piece. Could yeah. you, you know, yep. yeah, just having yeah. that space to talk about it. And I encourage people to literally have an agenda and that feels mm -hmm. stiff, but no, like it, it's really a safe place. Like if you can have an agenda where you have, I always have the Brene Brown's mm -hmm. braving, like mm -hmm. check in on all those trust things. You know, how are we mm -hmm. doing? Are we following through in our word? Are we, you know, making amends, all the stuff. Um, and being honest about how we're really feeling in that arena. And then, you know, finances are almost always, always on that list because people struggle with communicating about finances. But if it's on an agenda and you're yep. meeting once a week, like, you just have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, nobody has to bring up the big, bad, scary topic. It's just on the agenda, exactly. which just makes it easier. Um, we did that with family meetings. Mm -hmm. So we did that as a family. And at first everybody hated family meetings <laughs> and they're like, Oh, why are you making us do this? But having the agenda, knowing that there was room on the agenda for people to have a safe space to speak about something that was on their mind. Mm -hmm. So we even had like a protocol of how the meeting was run. So we had you know, time for check-in for each member of the family so they could have their two minutes to speak about whatever they needed to speak about. Mm -hmm. And someone else had, and their job was just to listen. Because sometimes we don't feel heard. But anyway, having that agenda and family meeting works in all relationships. I know a girl who did it with her roommate. They had weekly 
check-ins with yep. their roommates. Yes. And so I think having that um, that time set aside to do that check-in, yep. to say how are you feeling, because sometimes we might be holding it in and for no reason at all, yep. and the other person has not a clue, yep. and that avoids the passive aggressiveness. It, it avoids um, uh, miscommunication. <laughs> Big mm -hmm, time, mm -hmm. um, and it it just continually builds trust. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. And I, and it is. It's so important to have the agenda because that feels safe. It does. Yeah. It brings, it it takes it into a neutral space instead of that heavy feeling of how do I address this or you know I really don't want to bring this up or how are they going to think if I do bring this up then they're going to know you know there's just all this stuff and it's not a surprise for everyone else no, they no, know it's going to be talked about. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, you add in whatever other topics are generally contentious topics. And um, when you You'll make have them, those reliable ones. <laughs> yeah. And when you just make them normal, um, normal things to talk about, it's funny how that ends up being. Um, it just it just ends up being a normal thing. And so it, it takes all of this ickiness out of it. Um, it's no longer this big, bad conflict. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it, it kind of builds our conflict resiliency. Agreed. You know, um, some of us are really scared of conflict. So if that just becomes a normal thing, mm -hmm. then, then we just start to kind of build those muscles and make that... Um, uh, well, and when you know someone's not going to freak out when you bring something up, mm -hmm. right? You, you've built that safety and that trust in and, and over time you've seen... Yes, I brought up some really difficult things and they didn't freak out and they didn't, you know, drop the ball and they were willing to face it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to be really courageous. Yep. Both of us or all of us involved in the situation. Yep. So as you build that trust up over time, you can go, okay, so that went pretty well. And I have this issue that seems to be even bigger. Mm -hmm. And like you said, over time, you can go, okay, I'm, and that builds a relationship that's phenomenal yeah that you can go spiritual yeah you can go deep mm -hmm. um yeah over time it's really yeah. beautiful yeah i agree yeah so um another big issue that comes up for me is like that's the relationship trust building but there's also self-trust which has been a big thing coming up for me lately that I've been really aware of. Um, and, and I think this can be scary for people just coming out of relationships. I hear this a lot. Like, I'm scared of my next choice. I'm scared of the <laughs> next person that I'm going to choose. You know, I have a, a broken uh, picker, mm -hmm. you know, or... Um, you choose for me because I'm obviously bad at it. <laughs> yeah, and... And there's this whole idea of mistrust that I'm going to choose what's honorable for me. Mm -hmm. And the space that I've gotten to come to recently is trusting that I don't need to fear any relationships or any situations or any people or whatever. I don't need to fear any of those, those situations because I have the skills and the ability and the, and the, um, What's the word I'm looking for? The commitment to my own intuition and well-being that no matter what the person or the situation mm -hmm. is, I will choose to honor me. Mm -hmm. And so you're really untouchable in that space. Well, and each 
Relationship is a moment to reveal something inside of us. Yes. To help us grow and learn and go to the next level if that's yeah. the way we're going to use that term. But I trust that each relationship is given to me or in my space for a reason. It and could be to look I... at something I haven't wanted to look at for a while. Definitely. Which is what the shadow is. Somebody asked me what that. It's just those things that we kind of put off to the side, don't want to put in the light because we're afraid. It's what we suppress. Yeah, what we suppress. And I like that term better. Um, but yeah, it's not a surprise. It's it's just like, okay, we're this is an opportunity for me to grow and learn and to be a better version of myself. Mm-hmm. Or... I don't know, better version of, we're, we're all, we all have these great versions of ourselves, yeah. but just to see and grow and be more accepting of all sides of myself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Self-acceptance is really huge. Um, I think self-acceptance comes a little before self-trust. Mm-hmm. Um, so self-trust for me is like this, there's this conflict internally of this fear, like, oh, but you're going to make these mistakes again. And that, that was painful. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't want to do that again. And so then, like, how do I calculate? Let's not have another relationship. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but then there's this other side that's like, no, you are a badass for, like, going through all these relationships or work situations or family conflicts or uh, friend conflict. I mean, any of these situations, like, you've learned the skills and you've proven you you stand up for yourself and you yes. leave relationships that don't honor you. So you don't need to mistrust yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you you get to trust that um, that whatever situation is manifested to you, yes, you'll get to practice. Sometimes it is practicing using your voice. Yes. It's practicing setting the boundaries. Sometimes it's practicing kicking people out of your space mm-hmm. again. Um, and all of that gets interesting. To be okay. Those were good choices. Well, however it happens. Yeah. And a, an element of this, this, that's really huge for me is making peace with my past that I get to look at all of the places I've been, all of the relationships and work and, you know, career choices and business choices and, um, friend choices, all of these things I get to go back and look at and, not have shame and judgment Mm -hmm. towards them, but to realize like every single choice that was made was exactly the choice that I needed to make. Right. Um, It was exactly what my soul wanted in order to expand and grow. Mm -hmm. That was what uh, my soul was here to do, was to master whatever those things gave me. You know, whether it was mastering boundaries or it was mastering how to detach with love, you know, not to pick up somebody else's crisis, how to love someone without enabling them and helping them. Exactly. Um, how to mind my own business, how to focus on my own behavior and not mm-hmm. somebody else's. Like, these are the, the things that I've gotten to master through the choices that I've made because those triggers were so huge in my face mm-hmm. all the time that I got to master them. And um, without those situations, I would not have had those opportunities. So I get to look back at all of those choices with love because so many times the narrative that we tell ourselves, and I hear this all the time with clients, um, the narrative is, why did I choose that? Mm-hmm. And I wasted time. Mm-hmm. And 
if I hadn't, you know, if I hadn't I hear had that, that a lot. I wasted my time. I wasted time. No, you didn't no. waste time. Like that was all about mastery. And you got to remember, like redirect your mind, reframe to why are you here? Right. You aren't here to just have a great time at, with ease. I mean, that's going to be part of it. Why not? <laughs> But you're here for growth. You're here for expansion and learning. So when you can see the life purpose as that mm -hmm. instead of comfort, mm -hmm. then it all makes so much more sense. And it all, um, it, it does allow me to trust myself because when the, when the intention is growth, mm -hmm. then I can look back and go, wow, my soul was really smart. It was really wise. Mm -hmm because it chose all the things that I needed. It went to the right graduate school. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes we don't want to go to graduate school. <laughs> I want to circle just back to the self-trust part, mm -hmm. because when you can trust all those, that all the relationships come into your life the, that we're meant to, but when you can trust yourself, you can also trust the fact that you're going to have that relationship you so desire. Because you have lived in integrity, you have lived mm -hmm. and honored yourself. You can trust that you're that you you will find that person that that is willing to go there with you mm -hmm. and to be there for you because you won't settle for less. Right. And I think that is that is still part of your self mastery, but that tr self trust to go. You know what? I have honored myself all along the way. I know without a shadow of a doubt, don't know when, don't mm -hmm. know how, don't need to know when or how. Mm -hmm. I just know. I mean, I remember that feeling of going, I know I'm going to have this relationship of a lifetime. I knew it without a doubt because I had done the work and I, I was true and honorable to myself. And I did... Um, did the I think and we did the work we were both willing to face what we needed to but I'm just saying I just wanted to go back to that self-trust I know that that relationship will come in my life mm -hmm. the one that I've been so desiring well the thing is when you can trust yourself to let go of anything and everything that is not honorable to you then, then you, what's left you will always That's have you'll the see. space you will create the space for the person that does. What often happens and the reason why we create mistrust of ourselves is because we get into these relationships that are not honoring and instead of being able to release them with love quickly, mm -hmm. we hold on to them, we try to make them different, we justify why we're there, we hang on years past the expiration date. And we haven't honored ourselves. And so then we mistrust that we're going to honor ourselves in the future. On the next relation, yep. Yeah. And so it really is like trusting that I'm going to have the courage always. Trusting that I'm going to have the courage to let things go. Because that is hard. It's yeah. so hard. Or the fear of, uh, and, and one of the fears that I experience with the people I work with are... The fear that I won't ever, ever have someone in my life. Mm -hmm. like the fear that I'll never have a partner. I'll be alone. Well, good news and bad news. The good news is um, it's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the bad news is that we're going to be alone when when we die. <laughs> it's just Or whatever. That's a whole nother uh, podcast. But just 
just letting go of the fear and just trusting, like you said, that the people that are in our lives right now are meant to be mm -hmm. and letting go of those that don't honor us. I think that's just your bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. And the more that we can walk in faith, because it takes a tremendous amount of faith, but the faith to let go of any job, any person, any roommate, friend, any situation that is not honoring takes tremendous amount of faith because and courage. Yep. Because <laughs> you're going to end up facing some fears. Um, however, like you keep your space clean and ready for someone else, not just a partner, but like great friends and a roommate who pays on time and is honoring, <laughs> you know, all the stuff does the dishes. <laughs> um, uh, or the workspace where you actually love the people you work with and you're not criticized and you enjoy your work. Um, you don't... Well, you can work... Yeah, you can build things together that way too. Yeah, yeah, and you don't get that benefit. You don't You don't get to have that without um, really uncompromisingly creating that space. And so here's another thing that's funny that came up for me recently was that I... Um, I realized I, I do everything <laughs> like way too many things. Um, and, and part of that is just who I am. I love having my hands in everything. Me too. But I mean, I have three different businesses. I was on two different boards, um, for associations. I work with my sister as a caregiver because I absolutely love spending time with her. Um, and then... I, you know, I, I am still in Al-Anon and I'm involved there and I do bodybuilding and I just like, yes. I do a lot. I have an Airbnb. <laughs> well, it's variety. We like variety. <laughs> it's a lot of variety. Yes. But I realized like how much I was dividing myself and really getting curious about why I was doing that. And this is kind of a pattern for me that keeps coming up is that I create so much stuff, so much busyness and noise in my space because I don't trust myself in setting boundaries. Mm. So um, I may want to have the space and time to have um, some, some time to just be at home and be by myself and, I don't know, watch a movie or crochet or <laughs> garden, I don't know. Um, but, but it goes back to this idea of, like, well, do I really... Do I really deserve that? If somebody mm -hmm. else wants to ask me to do something, then I, I feel obligated to do something with them. Now, I know in my mind, I know all of this. Like, yes, mm -hmm. you get the time. You deserve your time, energy, sure. attention first. Like, yes, it's you. But don't always trust myself to act in alignment with that. And so I realize that part of what I've done is is fill my schedule so full so that I don't have to set boundaries. Uh -huh. Because... If somebody asks me to go do something and I really don't want to, the real answer is I just don't want to. Thank you for the offer, but no. But I don't have to say that because I can say I'm just too busy. Right. So. No um, is an answer. A complete answer. Right. <laughs> and I know all of this, but it's like this avoidance, mm -hmm. you know, this really convenient avoidance. I've been so, guilty of that. <laughs> so I dropped like a ton of stuff this last week. Um, and I am going to create some space. And it's funny, my, the coach I'm working with right now says, um, she says, I want you to be able to say, no, I, I'm too busy because I'm watching Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, because I'm taking time for my, myself. <laughs> That's awesome. Which feels so foreign to me. But, um, 
but yes, that, that is the level I want to get to that I can say, no, this is, you know, I, I'm spending time with me. That's, that's what I want to do. Um, and just, just being able to answer, no, I don't want to. And that yeah. is like the, the ultimate boundary and really anything is being able to go into this heart space and say, is this a yes? Is this a no? And if it's a no, just being able to communicate, it's just a no. There yeah. doesn't have to be a reason or a justification. No. It's just a no. Because the level of honor I have for myself is I don't do anything unless it's a hell yes. Mm-hmm. So if we can hold ourselves to that kind of honor all the time, I don't do anything unless it's a hell yes, um, then we really build that self-trust. Yeah. Even if we don't know why it's a hell yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing is intuition like, yes! isn't supposed to make sense. No, it's, it's not. not logic based. You it's just, just honoring. It's yeah, it's just honoring what your soul wants. And it's really kind of cool because when you do that, you actually see how things unfold and ripple and you know and the freedom of that feeling too. Right. But then you see the like divine appointments that happen. Oh yeah. And so you realize you know, you didn't see what made sense in it, mm-hmm. but the divine knew mm-hmm. and the divine was working through your intuition. And so when we listen to our intuition, we see it all unfold, mm-hmm. even though we could have never known by mm-hmm. logic that this was going to be the right path for me, yes. you know? So, you know, following your intuition is reasonable. We just don't, we don't see it all. Our intuition is the divine talking. (laughs) It is. Yes, that's our connection. That is truly our connection. So, um, anyway, yeah, I think that's ultimate self-trust is to go inside, really pay attention to that that (laughs) intuition, and then be completely uncompromising in following that. I mean, that that is the... um, the ultimate test, how much do you trust the divine? Because the divine is speaking to you through your intuition. So you're either trusting fear, you know, you're either letting fear be in the driver's seat of this is what's rational, here's why I can't do blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, I know, I know the divine has my back. I Mm -hmm. know I'm being led consciously, like for a reason. My soul wants this relationship, wants this work, wants this friendship, wants this whatever for a reason. Well, going back to the busyness, what you were saying is if we're too busy, we can't do our check-in, just like Mm. we talked about our other relationships. Our relationship with our self-check-in is just as important as the check-ins in our other relationships. So that, that, is a divine appointment. Yeah. Checking in with ourselves and and the yeah. divine is just as important as anything because that's our bigger soul soul request. Yeah, and bigger soul the space to do that. Definitely. I think busyness can be man, it's a drug of choice for some It of is us. a drug. I've been there. <laughs> it's it's a great means of avoidance. <laughs> what a yummy juicy conversation. Yeah, no, this has been great. Thank you so much for Thank you. Yeah, diving into trust. Um, So I hope that you all have enjoyed this week's podcast on trust. And if you have any questions or comments or challenges that you would like to share, we would love to hear from you. Um, We would definitely give you some airtime if you wanted to share some some of your struggles that we could answer um, and address. That would be fabulous. If you would like to contact us, you can contact me 
at defytheaverage at gmail.com or marie at marie at mariesgold.com and um we will be back next week, every Thursday. Next week, yep. We are here to discuss with you lots of different yummy topics on relationships. And um, I hope you all have yes. a fabulous week. And we yes. will talk to you again soon. Goodbye. Bye-bye. What you just